0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today we are given a very beautiful and a much needed Mass right here at the center of the penitential season, and yet the beautiful season of Advent. I'm telling you, these last couple of weeks... Since we've entered into Advent, I have been longing for and I have been craving for what the Lord offers us in this particular Mass. Because I tell you very honestly that this Advent has been quite trying for me. You know, some penitential seasons, in fact, every penitential season I find is uniquely different. It's a uniquely different experience. And it's that because every time we enter in, to a penitential season, a grace-filled penitential season, our souls are in a different place. And our Lord Jesus Christ knows exactly where our souls are and what they need. And I know many of you who I've spoken to, this particular Advent has been a little rough. As our Lord not only embracing the suffering of those around us, but also things within us that He's bringing to the surface. And so our Lord very deliberately in each of the two penitential seasons gives us a very interesting mass right in the middle of those times. And I want you to notice some of the differences that you may have seen already and noticed in this mass compared to the other two, the first two masses in Advent. First, you're gonna notice the Advent color candle that is lit on the third Sunday is a uniquely different color. The color is a lighter color It's the color of rose. And the reason our Lord gave wisdom to his church to have that on the third Sunday is to lift our spirits at this time in the middle of this precious season. To turn our gaze back to him to find encouragement, to find some oxygen again in the midst of this wrestling and this running that we're doing. You notice that the organ came back today for this one day. And it's only in this one day of Advent that the organ is played again to lift our spirits. Deacon and subdeacon, they're wearing once again their dalmatic and their tunicle when in normal penitential Sundays they would not have those on, just their hours. Notice even in the background, the creche has been put up and it is empty. But the emptiness of the creche is the greatest encouragement to me and should be for us. Because that emptiness is going to be filled. It is promised to be filled with the life of the Incarnation. And even the name of this Mass on the third Sunday of Advent bears the name Rejoice. Today is a day where our Lord Jesus Christ is calling us to rejoice and, in doing so, to be strengthened by Him in our innermost being, to let our faith be grown, be grown towards Him. For the completed work that he longs to do of healing our souls during this blessed season set apart from others, the season of Advent. What is this Sunday all about? If there was ever a Mass that communicates to us, that shows us just how intimately and how perfectly God knows the condition of each one of our souls. And in every moment of our lives, this Mass communicates that to us. And it also shows us our Lord Jesus Christ's disposition toward us, even, I should say, despite the current condition of our souls and the weaknesses of our faith. You know, we've now been given two weeks. We've been two weeks into Advent, a season where our Lord Jesus Christ prescribes three things for the experience of Him, which will heal our souls. He has prescribed that we fast. He has prescribed that we increase our prayer, increase our fellowship with God. And also he has prescribed that we should see him in the ones around us who have less. And enter into his joy of providing for their needs. And by the way in doing so to greatly experience him for our own salvation. He's asked us to do these three things. Now don't raise your hands. But how many of you have done these to perfection throughout this season? I say don't raise your hands, because if you do, I'm going to have to see you for confession pride priding <laughs> yourself in your fidelity. <laughs> right? Of course we haven't done it perfectly. I have not done it perfectly. None of us have done it perfectly. And even with the efforts that we have given. We've probably fallen in short in some way of taking these prescriptions into ourself that the great physician has given to us that would grant us, like we talked about last week, that incredible touch of the hem of his garment that would heal some things in our souls and make things right within us. But I want you to hear this. And this is what our Lord is communicating to us today, all of us. Jesus knew that you would struggle before Advent even hit. Jesus knew that you would even fail in some ways to reach out to him and to embrace him by taking into yourselves these three prescriptions that he would give us for such an experience of him. This is a day. Because of that, he calls us to rejoice To take in, as I said, oxygen again, once again into ourselves, to get back up, to arise, and to walk the rest of the journey with our Lord through Advent. To remember that this very season and all of those grace-filled prescriptions that He has given to us are given to us to have the healing experience of Christ our God in our lives, to experience Him as we fast. To experience Him with greater fellowship and the wonder of the fellowship we can have with the God who created us during this time. And to experience Him. To experience His love, His provision, and His mercy in our care for others who have less. And by that experience, the Lord fully intends out of His heart that loves us to reorder our lives. That we find healing. Again, and that reordering of our lives, again, bringing his rightness into us and into the world. You see, this is the heart and disposition of God towards us to heal, to save, to meet us particularly right smack in the middle of our weaknesses and in our failures. Our Lord reaches to us. This is what this day is all about. And consider the gospel reading that we have today from St. Matthew in chapter 11. Because this particular gospel reading shows us the very intent of God. All that he wants to communicate to us on this particular third Sunday of Advent. And I believe if we will embrace what we see, it will be such an encouragement to us. It will grace us to walk so much more faithfully to the healing of our souls through the experience of him the rest of this Advent. Let me set this up, that gospel reading. St. John the Baptist, St. John the Forerunner, he has now been imprisoned. It won't be long until he's beheaded by Herod. And he's in prison. He knows that he doesn't have many days left on this earth. Now listen to how this gospel reading plays out. And when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples to Jesus to say to him, Are you the coming one? Or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said to them. Go and tell John. Go and tell John. The things which you hear and see. The blind see. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. I want to read to you. What St. Theodore, Bishop of Mopsweski in the late 300s, what he taught about that brief part of the gospel. He said, when John was about to die and join the departed, he sent them to ask whether Jesus was the one who was to come and free those who had been vanquished by death. In this way, the good news would not only strengthen his hope, but John's disciples would receive Christ's great hope in their own hearts. I want us to see this very clearly, so that we receive the great comfort and exhortation and encouragement Christ wants to offer us where we are right now in this Advent. None of us would argue the great faith of St. John the Forerunner, who Christ called, by the way, the greatest of the prophets. And yet even St. John's faith, though immensely strong, was not perfect. He still needed Christ, his God, his Savior, to perfect his faith. When faced with death, this one, St. John, this one who knew Christ and pointed him out to be the very Lamb of God, the one who would bring salvation into the world, this St. John, the forerunner, that when he was still in his mother's womb, leapt with joy, when the Blessed Virgin Mary entered into a room with Jesus Christ in her own womb, John leapt at the knowledge that Christ was with him. This Saint John, when faced with his own death, needed to reach out to Christ for comfort that can only come by Jesus truly revealing himself to John. Saint John knew that his soul was about to descend to Hades. And go there with the rest of the souls departed this life from Adam and Eve until Christ plunged into it and burst the gates in sunder. He needed to know that Christ was going to come for him. That Christ was going to destroy death. He knew that Christ had come to do that. He needed to know that this was the Christ that was going to do that. And that Jesus would bring him with him to paradise. And our Lord Jesus Christ knew intimately John's struggles and any weak links that were in John's armor of faith. And he also knew precisely how to encourage blessed Saint John. He knew how to reveal himself to him because he knew John's struggles. He knew John's wrestling and John was wrestling toward him. And so he revealed himself to him. And when Christ revealed himself to him as if, it, as if Jesus was saying to John, John, let your joy and comfort be fulfilled in me and what I am doing and what I will do. John, see me. The lame walk. The blind see. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf here and the dead are raised because I am. I am the redeemer of all things. Look at my redemption. I'm the salvation of the world. And know and watch that all those who are broken and disordered are being healed and reordered. Are you seeing his message to John and why John was needing it? Now Christ knew exactly what to gift John with. To strengthen him for the rest of the journey that John would have. I pray you're seeing yourself in that. We need to see ourselves. When we are weak and struggling, our Lord Jesus Christ knows precisely how to reveal himself to us, to strengthen us for the continuing journey through the wilderness of life with him. Are you struggling? Ask yourself, are you struggling here in this Advent to believe that Christ, by your fasting, can meet you in that fasting and do the wonders of heaven for your salvation? Do you believe or are you having trouble believing that by increasing your prayer life you can truly experience very real relational I even said an absolute relationship with Christ your God in this life and are you having trouble trusting that if you give away that which is yours for someone who has less that in that very giving you will experience Christ in full in the face of the one Or the ones that you're giving it to. Our Lord Jesus Christ is telling us in the midst of those struggles. To rejoice. St. John struggled too. And he knew his struggle. And St. John reached out to Christ and Christ was faithful so that John could press on. You know what our prayer really should be at this point and for the rest of this Advent? It should be the prayer that the father of the demon-possessed son offered up to Jesus Christ when he pleaded with Jesus for his son's release from the gospel of St. Mark in chapter 9. Because it shows us the very struggle of St. John the forerunner we're talking about today. And it shows us our own struggle. Jesus said to that man, the father of the demon-possessed child, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. But the father knew himself. And he was honest with himself. And he was authentic with Christ in his response to Jesus. Because his response was this. It says immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears. Lord I believe. Finish the sentence. Lord I believe. My friends you have struggled a bit. You might not have struggled entirely. You may not have struggled perfectly. But we've moved towards Christ, and even if we've struggled and failed, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. We need to rejoice today because if we have fallen short of fasting perfectly, or even if we have yet to begin to take that prescription into ourselves, rejoice and receive encouragement to begin now, to begin anew by grace, to experience Christ in that way. If you've neglected prayer, Pray, start, reach out to God just as St. John did and ask him to reveal himself to you and to come in fellowship with you. If you've not given arms, arms, open your eyes to see and look around. I promise you, our Lord will reveal someone in need of whatever kind. And he will turn your attention and through you, he will meet that need and you will experience Christ in this season. It's as if Jesus is saying to us this, this encouragement on the third Sunday of Advent. I already know that you have fallen short in your efforts. Get back in the game or just begin this adventure with me in Advent that I've provided for you. Offer me what you can and you'll be in wonder at what I offer back to you because my heart is to give you everything. Rejoice every one of you, St. John the Forerunners, because I am reordering all things, and your healing and deliverance is at hand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.